The presence of the Lord is here. The presence of the Lord is here. I feel it in the atmosphere. The presence of the Lord is here. Oh my, the presence of the Lord is here. Fountain Gate Chapel presents Wind of Love with Eastwood Anaba. Wind of Love will usher you into the full liberty of the presence of God. Wind of Love comes your way from Monday to Saturday, 11.30 to 12 noon. Eastwood Anaba is a pastor, a teacher, an author, a conference speaker, and an anointed minister of the Word of God. The teaching ministry of Eastwood Anaba combines intense spirituality and sound teaching of the Word of God. Join us on Wind of Love here on Sunny 88.7 FM. Today, I want to be talking about God answers the anointed believer always. God hears the anointed believer always. If you are truly anointed, any prayer you pray, God will hear. And one of the indicators of the fact that you are anointed is the fact that any time you pray, God hears the prayer. Any time you pray, God hears the prayer. Jesus Christ never prayed a prayer God didn't answer. Samuel was the one who the Bible said that there was no word Samuel spoke and fell to the ground. That means Samuel's prophetic words always were fulfilled and he never prophesied and it didn't come to pass. In the case of Jesus, his prophecies came to pass. His prophecies will come to pass. But the other thing is that there is no time God didn't hear him. Any time he prayed, God heard. I'm just believing God that any prayer I pray for you, I'm just believing God he will answer. I'm praying. I'm believing God he will answer. And any prayer you pray, I pray to God that God will answer you. Can I hear you say amen? Any prayer you pray, may God answer you in the mighty name of Jesus. Any prayer you pray, may God answer you. The father heard Jesus Christ always when he prayed. And even at the death of Lazarus, Jesus Christ prayed and God raised Lazarus from the dead. So for God, there is no situation that is too bad and there is no situation that is too late. Now, we, we all say this by way of spiritual jargon and spiritual terminology. When you ask many believers, they will tell you nothing is too difficult for God, nothing is impossible for God, God can do anything, nothing is too late for God. But when it comes to the practice and we are praying, we really don't believe that God can do it. So today, any situation that is dead and you think is impossible, we call it back to life. Any situation that you think is too late and God will not do anything, may God respond in the name of the Lord Jesus. So Jesus Christ appears at the death of Lazarus. The man is dead. They buried him four days. And the people believe by now he's smelling. By now, decomposition has set in. And Jesus Christ is praying and said, and I knew that thou hearest me always. I like that. I knew that thou hearest me always. Can you imagine you get to a place in the spirit where God hears you always? 
Always he hears you. A man is dead four days and you believe when you speak even this one, God will hear. Huh? You hear me always. God heard him always so much that when he spoke to the storm, the storm heard him. He spoke to a tree and God heard him. In fact, God hearing him when he spoke and that tree died was very unfair to the tree. The tree didn't call Jesus Christ to come for fruit. It was not the tree's fault. The tree didn't make Jesus hungry. The tree didn't invite him to come for fruit. I'm going to give you fruit. This innocent tree was just standing there and Jesus himself looked at the tree and went there looking for fruit. And there was no fruit. He cursed innocent tree. God heard it. You can come to the place in life and in the realm of the spirit when you say any silly thing, God will hear. Can you imagine Elisha, the anointed man? Children are just playing and they say motorway. Bald headed man. Children. I think for the two children. He caught two she bears. She bears. And they came and ate these children. Now, can you imagine just insulting somebody, bald head, and 42 children are dead because animals just came and consumed them? So you see, sometimes when you are dealing with the anointing, it's not about whether you are right or wrong. Oh, this one, yeah, I'm right. This one, I'm right. So whatever they say against me will not come against me because wallah, yallah, God knows I'm innocent. The children were innocent. They died. Ham was innocent. Ham didn't tell Noah to go and drink alcohol or wine. Noah went and drank his wine. Made himself naked. The son went and saw it and broadcast it. The man got up and cursed Ham's son Cana. And the curse happened. You, you see, whenever you are dealing with an anointing, stop this thing about I'm right and they are wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God knows I'm innocent. God knows I've done nothing wrong. Go to Navrongo prison. There are people lying in the prison there who were right. They did nothing wrong. But the judge still sent them there. So, in your case, you are getting to a place in the anointing. I'm believing God. Anything you say, may it come to pass. What things soever you desire. When you pray, believe that you have them and you shall receive them. We are coming to the place when the anointing makes it impossible for God to deny your prayer. So Jesus said, he's so anointed, huh? he's called Jesus Christ, the savior and the anointed one. And he said, because of the anointing and the spirit you have put on me, I know and I knew that you hear me always. Some of you sometimes when i look at the seriousness with which you pray some hopeless prayers i wonder what you would do if a real situation arises you see many christians and they say shall we bind the devil let's take authority over the evil spirit and you see many christians then i said so if you meet the legions of gadara the demoniac of the gatherings if you meet him how will you pray but look at the ease with which jesus dealt with the with, with the demoniac of gadara the guy was cutting himself with knives and 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 and, and things and he's dwelling in caves and nobody could pass there 
until the one who made the way which people must pass until the one who made the way on the earth the one that created the ground the one that created the road you could stop others but this one that created the earth and made the way you can't stop it until jesus got there and this man approached jesus and jesus said what is your name he said we are legion I think he wanted to intimidate Jesus. We are legion. And Jesus said, whether you are legion or not, I don't need legion of words to cast you out. Go. G-O. Just go. And he knew that the Father heard him always. Lift up your hand to heaven. Can you have the faith and the audacity to believe that anything you say God would do it. When you say food, food would appear. When you say water, water would appear. Now look at me. Look here. Do you see me stand in this building and I say, I see water in people's mouths. And it's cold like ice water and they are drinking it. Now, how can a human being just stand here and declare that kind of thing like that? But you see, when I hit that rim and I'm talking those my things, I know that he will hear in the name of Jesus what we bind on earth is bound in heaven what we lose on earth is loosed in heaven in the mighty name of Jesus receive the supply of the spirit receive grace receive the power of God receive the anointing in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you. Now, you have a mind. That mind is both physical and it is also connected to your soul. And then you've also got a spirit. Huh? So when it says, my soul, magnify the Lord, that is your soul. Your mind may not even just be involved. But it's between your emotions of course, your intellect is involved there in your mind. But most of it is your emotion and what you know in your spirit. Your mouth will declare it. You magnify God. But your spirit is an active component of your life. What I'm using to minister now is my spirit. But my mind can still be thinking about how to solve that problem whilst my spirit and my mouth are doing the preaching the mind is also active trying to solve a problem but i know many people when they are doing one thing is one thing they can't think about anything else that anything you pray about god will hear for i know and i knew that thou hearest me always but because of the people that stand by i said it that they may believe that thou has sent me oh the only way god will answer your prayer always is if you create a scenario for people to know that god has sent you if you behave like your own boss he will not hear you always now, so if you're a man of God and you are standing here and you know that God sent you, that, that knowing that God sent to you 
will give you the confidence and the audacity to believe that anything you pray god will answer for i know that thou hearest me always but because of the people that stand by i'm praying this so that they will know that you sent me any one of you here who is sent by god just the fact that you know that god sent you qualifies you to receive answered prayer now the holy ghost is involved in prayer the holy ghost is involved in prayer and let me quickly add this that whenever an atmosphere is not prayerful god does not operate because you see when you are not praying it means you are depending on yourself and the anointing does not work in the lives of people who are depending on themselves the anointing works in the lives of people who are depending on god and prayer is the only thing that shows that you are depending on god anybody who is prayerless is saying i don't need god i don't depend on god and you see many people saying we don't need all this prayer people should go and work and stop talking about all this prayer and all this word of god thing but we cannot stop praying we cannot stop studying the word of god some people can fight the battle on their own they have government to help them some have got bank to help them others have got hospitals to help them but we our help is in the name of the lord our god and we have no choice but to pray and people prayer will give you superior results above what other people have in the mighty name of jesus prayer for i know that you hear me always and here is jesus christ at his baptism and the bible said that he believed in prayer so much in luke chapter 3 while they were baptizing him the bible said now when all the people were baptized it came to pass that jesus christ also being baptized and praying the heaven was open it is so interesting how many of you know that jesus christ is um, jesus christ is god manifested in the flesh jesus christ is god manifested in the flesh so we are saying that god was praying so if god was praying and you are a human being and you are not praying but what i'm saying is if you are human if god is praying and you are a human being and you are not praying are you a worm millipede or centipede this is god manifested in the flesh and he's praying to the father and whilst you're being baptized and praying the heaven was open and look at verse 22 and the holy ghost descended in the bodily shape like a dove upon him and a voice from heaven which said thou art my beloved son and in thee i am well pleased you are, you are my beloved son and in you i am well pleased so the holy ghost descended on him whilst he was praying everybody say the holy ghost descended on him whilst he was praying come on shout it screaming the holy ghost descended on him whilst he was praying now anybody that is prayerful the holy ghost will descend on you you check it in the new testament you check it in the old testament one of the times the holy ghost really descends on people is whilst they are praying because whilst you are praying you are saying i'm depending on god completely so the holy ghost descended upon jesus and a voice followed the 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 the, the, the holy ghost descending on him so the holy ghost descended on him and the heaven was open and god spoke a word and in that word the will of god was discovered 
Anybody that is praying, the Holy Ghost comes upon you. You discover the will of God. But listen, the influence of the Holy Ghost in Jesus' prayer was twofold. When he was praying and coming out of the water, the Bible said the Holy Ghost descended upon him. And the descending of the Holy Ghost upon him determined two things about the prayer. Number one is the voice. The voice. And number two is the vessel. And I want you to listen to me carefully. The voice. Whenever the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you will hear a voice. But you see, hearing the voice is not enough. He said, and the Holy Ghost descended upon him in the bodily shape like a dove and the heaven was open and the Holy Ghost descended on him in the bodily shape like a dove and the voice which came from heaven everybody say the voice from heaven come on shout it the voice from heaven there are many voices but the voice Jesus heard was the voice from heaven heaven what voice are you hearing there is something called the voice of the flesh where your flesh can be a voice huh? i've seen many people who said god was speaking to them but it was their flesh it was the flesh it was their own desires it, it, it had nothing to do with god it was the voice of the flesh so somebody can give you an invitation come and preach and you say how many people will be there then they say 10,000. And because it's a crowd of 10,000, you are running to go and preach. And it is not because God said go. It is the, the pride, the ego, the flesh that is moving you to go and preach. The flesh. Or you are going to um, you are going to get an employment and you ask what is the salary they say 1000 ghana a month you go to another person another place what is the salary they say 10000 ghana a month then you are like oh give me the job that is 10000 the flesh and that's because salary is the one that is determining your choice of that employment and not the but not the will of god the flesh but the bible said a voice from heaven you see if God must hear you always, the voice that is speaking to you must come from heaven. From heaven. A voice from heaven. There are many voices. There are many voices. Anything can speak to you. And the number one thing that speaks to you is this thing called the flesh. The flesh. For example, maybe my daughter Cynthia is bringing me water. Then I turn around and say, Cynthia, don't bring that water. Then she goes to Sarah and she hears a voice. Never give this man water again. Then after the service, she calls two of her friends. This man, if I see him and he's even dying of thirst, I will never give him the water. Because your pride is wounded. Your ego is wounded. This one is not a voice from heaven. It is a voice from the flesh. And there are many of us who have taken directives, voice of the flesh. They are in the hairdressing saloon. It's just the voice of the flesh. We have a daughter who calls saloon salon. Hey, one day she said, Daddy, 
She's an American. Daddy, I'm going to the salon. I said, what? Salon. I said, huh? Salud. <laughs> but you see, you go and sit in a hairdressing salon and the flesh begins to speak. Or oh, give me the longest eyelash. And you too, you know it don't fit your face. But because you've seen others doing it, you too must do it. The flesh. So many times the flesh speaks to us. You see a man is going to marry. And he's just looking at the woman's vital statistics. When you ask him, yeah, I want a woman who has this. And I want a woman who has that. And I want a woman who has that. Your flesh is speaking. It may not be God. Don't marry shape. Marry spirit. Iron sharpened iron. Don't marry a woman because of the way she looks. Yeah, daddy, what about if I don't like it? Liking is an appetite, and appetite is acquired. It will shock you that what you call beauty, you acquired it. Some people convinced you that that thing is beauty, and you believed it. But you see, that woman you don't want to marry, I've seen women who are not, who are, when you look at them physically, the one you are going to marry is about 100 times looking better in your eyes than them. Yet, those women you will consider ugly have got husbands. Good husbands and good family. Years ago, we used to hear that beauty lies in the eyes of the beholder. May you just get out of that flesh. 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 But in the sight of God, a good word does not come from America. Because promotion does not come from the south, nor the east, nor the west. God is the judge. He puts down one and lifts up another. I pray in the name of Jesus. May you begin to hear the voice of God. May you hear the voice of God. The voice of God. The voice from heaven. Some people hear from the flesh. Others hear from the world. Some people hear from the world. And if you hear from the world, God will never answer your prayer. Huh? Jesus told Peter, men ought to pray, not to faith. That's what he told. He told all his disciples. Gave them a parable and said, men ought to pray, not to faith. But he was teaching them how to pray. One day he asked them, who do, who do men say that I am? Now, that is not the voice of men. And for that matter, the voice of the world. Who do men say that I, the son of man, am? And they say, some said you are Elijah. Some said you are Jeremiah. Some said you are John the Baptist. Some said you are one of the prophets. And he said, but who do you say that I am? And Simon Bajona said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And he said, Simon Bajona, flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but my father who is in heaven. You know what? God will answer your prayer depending on the source than the place you hear from. Some of you hear too many things from people. You hear too many things from people. The world tells you too many things and your mind is choked with too many things from people. Everything you believe in this world must be coming from heaven. The information you have in your mind must be coming from heaven. Don't believe what the world is telling you. Can I tell you this today? Don't even believe the doctor's report. Anybody 
who follows only doctors, you may be digging your grave. I'm a pharmacist by profession. I believe in science, but it is not everything the scientist says which is true. When the scientist diagnoses you with cancer, cancer, they are likely to be preparing you for your death. But when they bring it and they call it cancer, call it opportunity for miracle. Because God will take you out of it. Whose report will you believe? Stop believing in the world. A voice from heaven. Aye. It is only a voice from heaven that can tell a farmer if you want your sheep to produce according to a certain pattern, take a stick and design some things in it and put it in front of the sheep when they are mating. And when they start mating, they will produce according to what they are seeing. This one is not in any biology book. Any businessman under the sound of my voice, ministry man or woman under the sound of my voice, may you begin to hear from heaven concerning your, your business. Hear from heaven concerning your business. Listen, may you hear from heaven and not from the world, not from doctor. I'm not saying anything a doctor tells you disobey. Like if they tell you you have malaria, I say, no, no, I don't have malaria. No, but what I'm saying is the fact that they told you you have malaria doesn't mean you are going to die. The fact that they told you you have cancer doesn't mean you are going to die. Believe the report of the Lord. Am I talking to somebody at all? So we hear, we, we hear from the world, we hear from the flesh, and then some of us also okay in terms of hearing from the world we hear from the bank we hear from the government and then we hear from the hospitals and some of us also hear from the devil i heard a voice jesus said a voice from heaven and you know that shortly after hearing from heaven jesus was in the wilderness and the devil came and spoke to jesus and said him and told him commanded the stone to be turned into bread so the devil is not speaking do you know the devil too can speak oh the devil can speak devil can speak and i've seen many christians walking this is what i think and this is what i want to do boy it is not you it is the devil that is speaking through you and the devil is speaking to you so he said, he came out of the water and he was praying and a voice from heaven. A voice from heaven. I like that. Voice from heaven. The second thing is the vessel of God. So he heard a voice from heaven. V. And the vessel, the, the voice addressed the vessel everybody say the voice addressed the vessel now the man said i know that you hear me always and the voice was from heaven that said you are my beloved son in whom i am well pleased now so he's hearing from heaven and pearl anytime you hear from heaven god will say you are the beloved son god will never tell you you are useless you are hopeless you are wretched you are doomed you are damned 
No, the voice from heaven said, Thou art my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Listen to me. The voice from heaven will decorate you. The, word, the voice from heaven will make you feel good. The voice from heaven will tell you you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. Whenever you meet a voice from heaven, it will lift you up. It will give you an uplifting. Oh, every prophecy from God is for edification, is for exhortation, and is for comfort. Anytime God speaks to you, he will tell you greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world but when you are walking about and the voice is telling you you are useless kill yourself commit suicide you are useless look at better people around you and look at how hopeless you are when you are sitting in a church and a voice is telling you look at the way others are respected in the church and nobody ever respects you that voice is not coming from god that voice is coming from the devil when you are walking about and there is a voice telling you look at you you don't even look handsome you don't can look beautiful you are not intelligent you are not anointed look at the voice telling you that you are going to go to hell that voice is not coming from god that voice is the devil's voice from the pit of hell but if you heard from god he will be telling you thou art my beloved son in you i am well pleased and i came to somebody today with the voice of god he said simon bajona flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you but my father who is in heaven and what heaven told simon bajona was that you are the christ the son of the living god listen to me the voice of god will tell you your real identity Thank you for listening to Wind of Love with Eastwood Annabelle. For prayer and counseling, please call Eastwood Annabelle Ministries on 0302-734-157 and Fountain Gate Chapel Empowerment Pastures on 0302-912-752 or visit www.eastwoodannabelle.com until Eastwood Annabelle comes your way same time tomorrow. Stay blessed with lots of love.